all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. I am Dr. Allie Brown. I am a pathologist and the Chief Officer for Quality at the American Society for Clinical Pathology. I'm on faculty at UMMC with my co-host, Dr. Michelle Owens, who is an OBGYN and expert in maternal fetal medicine. And we are here to talk all about the issues addressing health and wellness from two women's perspectives but we often share a perspective, but we have different perspectives, too. It works out that way. Oh, absolutely. That's happy why New Year. Kumbaya. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy. This is our first time in the studio in quite a while. Yeah. You know, whenever I hear that, I think about that. So there was a, these shows that were like classic shows when I was a kid that would play on television around the holidays, right? So mm-hmm. if it was, whether it was Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey or Frosty the Snowman, see Liz, you two understand. Oh my gosh, how can you not? What? You've lived such a deprived childhood. Oh my gosh. That must okay. have been an Alabama thing. So it, it is not. It was nationwide. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I know my mom was listening and she watched it the other day. Like She's in Alabama. Yeah, so whatever. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so like these classic um, shows that would come on for kids around the holidays. It was like mm. a lot of really cool holiday um kids programming was mr bingle a new orleans thing or is he everywhere he i believe was big that, in new orleans i believe that's a new orleans thing mr bingle so um but the thing that whenever so when we say happy new year there was you remember the one about baby new year i have to look at liz because liz like connected with me on nestor the long-eared donkey but like so there was one where there was this little baby and it was baby new year and the guy would go happy frosty. new year <laughs> yeah frosty said happy new year and the little kid was like ah. so whenever we like start screaming happy new year i always think about that cartoon when i was a little kid mm-hmm. where the guy i'll would be go, googling happy it this new- afternoon yeah and i think it was frosty they'll go happy new year yeah that was frosty yeah but the babe there was also a baby that had big ears and wore a top hat. yeah that was on frosty yeah. i remember him the baby with big ears on a top hat so but whenever people start saying happy new year i always think about that it's kind of funny Little shout out and plug for Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey. If you have not seen it, you need to see it. I would say Google that and find it. Surely it's on YouTube or somewhere. But you guys, if you have not seen it, OMPS, have your tissues ready. Oh my gosh, forget it. It's a real tearjerker. It's like Cujo. No, Cujo is not. I don't a like animals dying. Well, anyway, it's not about death. Old Yeller. It's not about death. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah, so we are live in the studio again. Oh, my gosh, guys. We are not going to spend all day talking about COVID, but Omicron. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, is wreaking havoc, and there are, like, little fires everywhere. Um, So hopefully you guys are coming into this year healthy, 
um, and well and and safe. And for hopefully you have had the opportunity um, to be protected through vaccination. If you are not, then um, I hope that you're being safe and and masking up and just doing everything you can to maintain your vigilance. Um, time to do that math. If you're five months out from your uh, second shot in the series, it's time to schedule that booster. Yeah, absolutely. Boost yourselves. Um, yeah, we're fully vaccinated, boosted. Our children are too. And so, um, but we are just encouraging everybody, just stay vigilant. I know it's, it's getting old. It's getting old. Well, the one good thing about Omicron is that it, though it's uh, way more contagious, more contagious than measles, um, it seems to be a little bit of a milder variant. And as far as virology yeah. and epidemiology cons- is concerned, that's, you know, that it, you know, there is a silver lining there that hopefully, it does totally outcompete Delta, which is definitely more uh, causes it's more severe more disease. Aggressive. Yeah, it was way so more aggressive. So if there's a silver lining, it's that we now have a virus that's probably, hopefully, going to outcompete the more severe viruses and hopefully get us on track to this just being a seasonal illness like the flu. Let's hope. Let's be yeah, positive. I mean, I just I know that cases are skyrocketing and people mm-hmm. people are there are still people They're who are in the dying. Yep. Yeah, there's still people who are dying. There's still people who are. And the other part is P.S. There are lots of people who are just miserable at home. There's that, too. I know. Um, and so, like, our hearts go out to everybody who's been touched by this, um, whether it is through your own personal story of um, infection or sickness or illness, whether it is through infection um, or illness in someone that you, you know or love or both, or if it has even been through loss, because that's the other thing that um, a lot of people have lost folks to this virus. And um, it's kind of... It can be really scary when you realize that the medical world's doing everything that they possibly can mm-hmm. do. Um, we have accelerated things. We've really pushed the limits, I think, on um, on what we're on our capabilities, which is great because it's like science has been able to kind of help to respond to um, some of the urgencies of, of the pandemic. Um, but you know, we've still we've still experienced a lot of loss, and um, and so I just want to say that. Um, just our hearts go out to everybody who's out there. We're all kind of in this thing together. And each and every one of us are trying to do everything we can to stay healthy and to keep each other safe and healthy. And that emotional roller coaster of, okay, now it's safe. I can make plans. I can visit with family. I can go on a trip. And then it's like, oh, maybe not again. Yeah. You know, I mean, just the constant up and down. Yeah. Even if you haven't experienced a death or severe illness in a close family member, even just that is yeah. a wear out after this protracted and just want to get with your, I mean, you want to get with your people. That's right. You want to get with it your stinks. people and people are, we were excited. We're like, Oh, it's so much better than it was it last was year this for, time. For a hot minute. And yeah. now here we are like after everybody went and acted like it and now we're through the roof again. But anyway, enough on that. Um, we are going to talk about something else. Thankfully, hello and welcome 2022. How crazy is that? Here we are. Um, but, Things that we um, would like to do to help uh, be our healthiest and best selves. Our phone lines are open. You guys know the number. It's one eight seven seven mpb ring And um, we would love if you have a New Year's resolution. There are some people who are out there who are not really resolution people, right? So um, what things has this new year and this sense of renewal brought to you that you plan to do to um, look forward to a better or different experience in the coming year? I think at least with a new year, it's always a good time to reset and to reflect. Um, And so if you have specific health goals that you're on, if you are one of those people who are um, packing out the gyms, 
Yeah, we know you guys. Um, there's usually a group of people who are doing that all the time this time of year. And I remember pre-COVID, um, that was all the, one of the things that I always like did not look forward to because you're like, oh, when I go to the gym next week, there are going to be 80 million people who are going to be there. And it's great that people kind of have this renewed sense of a desire to do something physically active. But, man, if your person goes to gym regularly, it sure makes it hard for you to just keep your routine going. Um, But, look, welcome to the newbies. I have not personally been in a a public gym um, since the pandemic. That is just I hadn't been able to get myself there yet. Um, But. I, I know that there are still some people who are doing that because those facilities are still open. I hope that if you are one of those people that you're doing it and you're doing it in a manner that is safe and congratulations to you for making a commitment to um, to do something that helps to work on your physical um, health and, and well-being. And um, let's see, outside of the gym, what other things? Oh, and for those people who decided that they were going to put down the cigarettes, congratulations to you. Um, that is something that is really difficult. Um, and to say that you want to quit smoking is something that people who don't smoke will say, oh, well, you shouldn't be smoking anyway, and they'll give you 18 million reasons why not. Um, but the truth is that for those people who do smoke um, and for those people who smoke a lot, that's really hard. And so that's a big deal. It is a exceptionally hard thing to do. And so we're going to pat you on the back if you are one of the people who is also resolved to kind of put down the cigarettes because that's going to be that's that is a huge step forward for your overall cardiovascular health, um, decreasing your risk for cancer um, and all kinds of other complications. But the other piece is that it is hard. It's just hard. Um, And I don't know that. I'm I'm not a smoker, but that's one thing that I have always appreciated um, in working with people who um, struggle with issues related to substance dependence or dependence on any variety of different things um, is that being able to put that, that cigarette down is sometimes a really difficult thing to do. Absolutely. And and it's not just like thinking of things to do better. It's thinking about ways that we can stick to goals that we make. And I mean, there's nothing different between December 31st and January 1st, right? But it's really good if you're looking to instill a new good habit or put down an old bad habit to have like a day that's momentous that stands out like I'm going to do it as of this day. And the new year really gives us a great opportunity for that. Yeah, it's like a kind of opportunity to reset. Um, So I think it's about time for us to take the first break of the hour. You guys, um, our phone lines are open. We are here live in the studio. Look, at least for the next few weeks. <laughs> um, that number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Let us know what you guys are doing. We want to know what you guys have been up to. We've been out of the studio for a while and we are ready to start off 2022 with a bang. We'd love to hear what you're doing, what's worked, things that might not have worked um, or if you're struggling with something um, and just want to share, just have a regular old common question. We are here taking your calls and we'll be right back on Southern Remedy for Women right after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Southern Remedy for Women, the show where we address issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Owens, and I'm joined with my esteemed co-host, Dr. Allie Brown. And we are talking today about the new year, 2022, and New Year's resolutions, goal setting, resets, um, looking forward to bigger, better, and brighter things in this new year. So um, if you are not a person who particularly gets or cares about New Year's resolutions or making resolutions per se, um, that's fine. Um, If you are an individual who does, then fantastic. We would love to hear from you and see what kinds of things you guys are working on. We're going to give you some helpful hints and tips and then possibly even share some of the things that we are working on in the new year. Um, But our phone lines are open. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. So, Allie, when we talk about setting up, um, setting goals, goal setting, um, you know, how can we be really intentional about doing it? And, and you know, everybody, it's almost been a joke, right? Like you say, I'm going to set, uh, I'm going to have my, what are my New Year's resolutions? And it's almost said with the understanding that it's not going to be something that you can actually stick to. I think that's why people get turned off to them a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, absolutely. Too. So it's almost said, and before Hardened. it can fall out of your, before it can even fall out, out of your lips, um, you're already doing something different. Um, so how might um, our listening audience who really are motivated or have identified some things that they really want to work on, how might they go about gold setting in a way that could create um, the opportunity for them to stick to it. Yeah, because it's not just important what you're going to do. It just following through and doing the best you can, not being too hard on yourself. If you maybe stumble a bit, we're all human. But um, there, there, there is this acronym called SMART goals, and it helps a lot, really, for anything in life. Like if you're just trying to make any change, you can do it for projects at work, things around the house, you know, and you can apply it to. To New Year's resolutions because uh, it's really a way to be more effective when setting any sort of goal. And SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So if we start with specific, you know, it's it's very common to say, this year I am going to lose weight. Or I'm going to eat better, or I'm going to exercise. But it's, it's also very easy, since those are so broad... A lot of times those can be a setup for a failure um, because they are so broad. It's like, okay, well, I'll do that some other time or, you know, you put it off or you kind of don't don't ever get to it. But if you're very specific, then you set up a goal that is more tangible and more finite. Like if you say, I'm going to go for a walk twice a week rather than saying I'm going to start exercising, say I'm going to exercise twice a week or you know for starters or i'm specific exercise you're going to do i'm gonna log into that online platform that i like so much and do one of those classes three times a week or something like that so so try to narrow down your resolution to something that's more specific so something that you really have to like check off and stick to something specific to do rather than vague so think of narrowing it down i think that sometimes really I mean, because it pushes you, right? Like if you mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Well, I think 
then you have to think about, well, how exactly are you going to do that? Yeah, like maybe I'm not going to eat after 8 p.m. or mm-hmm. I'm going to give up sodas. You know, something like that is a lot more specific and uh, easier to wrap your arms around than just saying I'm going to lose weight. Well, and I think if your goal ultimately, so there's nothing wrong with having the goal of saying I want to lose weight, but, um, you know, how do you do that? So that's mm-hmm. kind of how you can get to the the specificity of the SMART goal, right? The S part the of specificity. the, the right. specific part of the SMART goal is like, okay, well, I want to lose weight. Well, some people will say, well, how could you be more specific? Well, how much weight would you like to lose? Um, and so maybe the answer is five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever the number is. So that's a, a slightly more specific. But then it's like, well, could I be even more specific about oh, that? there's a way to get better, Michelle. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, how do I do that? Well, I would have to, would it, is it going to be primary, is it going to be a combination of diet and exercise? Right. Is it because I've identified that I consume too many empty calories from eating Snicker bars. And so perhaps maybe then the answer or the way that you get to that goal of losing weight is by decreasing the number of Snicker bars you eat per week from 14 to five, right? Because because five Snicker bars a week for a person who eats 14 is still significant. That's right. And it makes a difference. So it's not because I think sometimes people want to go and say, no Snicker bars. I'm giving up Snicker bars tomorrow and you eat three of them a day or even with I I see this a lot with what is it um with sodas so with carbonated beverages or with you know like cokes or you know whatever carbonated beverage you like um but in the south they're all coke you know yeah well most of them at least in the southeast that's what we thank you atlanta um so so primarily in in the southeast but you know hey I, I can't I can't um, give Coke too much trouble because um, I was a Coca-Cola scholar. And so I got scholarship money to go to college from Coca-Cola. So um, and I was a Pepsi kid and they still gave me scholarship money. So thank you, Coke. I'm very happy. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the other part. Right. Like you don't have to go cold turkey necessarily. Um, yeah, you want to set yourself up is. for success. Yeah, make frankly. it realistic. Yeah. Because the other part is that you can modify as you get further along. So it might be, oh, well, what I'm going to do first is I'm going to start with one less soda or one less Snicker bar a day. Um, and then after you've done that for a while, you might be like, mm, I think I can cut it out now. I've gotten to a point where I can. So cutting back before you cut out might be the way to do that. Oh, and you're going through the entire spelling of the word smart. And one no, I'm swoop, not. Right? So we talked about specific. No, you are. And that's good. I'm not complaining because it's you're you got you've nailed it. I'm not it. stealing your you've thunder, hit it Brown. Right on the head. <sighs> I got so much thunder. Nobody could steal that, honey. But anyway, the M in smart is measurable. And you're talking about that right there. How many Cokes? You know, are you going to cut down to how many Snicker bars or how many times are you going to exercise or how many cigarettes are you going to smoke? smoke you know cut down on or how long are you going to put your phone down after you get home from work and spend time with your kids etc right a measurable thing so it's not just kind of willy-nilly like i'm going to be better right you want to quantify it and that way it's easier to stick to it be measurable yeah and but i also want to underline that that there's kind of some difficulty there like it makes this process a whole lot more involved 
than just saying, hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this. So, oh, right. I mean, you, you got to put skin in the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, it's not kind of like at 1130 on December 31st, you're thinking about, oh, well, in the next 30 minutes, what kinds of things am I going to commit myself to in the upcoming mm-hmm. year? But I do believe that, you know, even if it's one of those things where you're listening to us now and you're thinking about things that you want to do or want to do differently or you want to change, or even if there are are things that you'd like to experience, um, and you don't really know how to get out of this rut that you're in. Because I know that there are a ton of people who are listening to us right now who have found themselves, especially in the course of the past two years, if you weren't in a rut before, you've probably encountered one at some point in time. And so being able to figure out how to get yourself out of that, and even while we are in this weird situation of a pandemic, like how you can get yourself to a place where you feel more normal, um, a, a return to a sense of normalcy for yourself, and then also about having some sense of um, well-being and 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 hope and happiness or joy about yourself. Um, that is something that is kind of not rooted in the day-to-day fluctuations of COVID cases and variants and you know, all of these other things, but something that really kind of centers you um, that you can focus on and and finding something that can be done or that you're doing for yourself, um, which I also think is is hugely important. That's the R. Um, You're skipping the A. She's going right to relevant. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We'd love to hear some goals that you might have for the new year and maybe um, <clears throat> hear you work through ways to make that goal more smart, so specific, measurable, and next, attainable. When you talked, Michelle, about um, setting yourself up for success and not making something crazy and saying cold turkey quitting, maybe I'm going to wean down. You know, I'm not going to say I'm going to run a marathon next week, but maybe I'll go for a walk three times a week or sign up for a 5K. You know, make it something that you can actually do. Don't be hard on yourself. Like Dr. Owens was just saying, I mean, it's been a hard time. Do something good for yourself, you know. Help. Do something that's going to make you better and make you feel more confident. Yeah, and I think we really need to work on extending a little bit of um, grace. A little bit of grace to ourselves. Um, I think grace has kind of been in low supply over the past like couple of years. We've had people talk about, you know, struggling with compassion fatigue and all these other things. But I feel like, you know, we can't just continue to meet each other with this harsh, um, this harsh like view. We have to be able to extend grace and courtesy to each other, um, despite our differences, um, despite our different viewpoints or what have you. Like I think extending that bit of grace to each other and then also being able to extend it to ourselves is really important. And, you know, I say that because I feel like I have these really lofty, like I'm great at setting these really incredibly lofty goals. Like, um, and then, and then life happens. Right. And it's and an, it's an impediment it. to actually doing it, right? <laughs> yeah, like these making them these too lofty. Incredible things that happen in my mind, but then when they're supposed to like play out in real life, it there's this disconnect between like reality and like this perception of what is possible. Um, and so it's like, how do I really? And so I I have been you know the recipient of my own amount of grace quite a bit um, over the course of the past um, year and a half because 
there's so many things that I would have wanted to have done or achieved or accomplished at this point that just have not been possible. Um, or maybe they were possible, but I prioritize different things. And because I have prioritized those different things, then those things didn't happen. And so just being able to be at a place of acceptance and um, as it pertains to what has happened and being able to celebrate the wins um, that may not have been exactly what I wanted or I was working toward, but there have been all these great things that were unanticipated that actually did happen. Um, and being able to say, you know what, that wasn't even on my list of goals, but that sure was really cool and really great. And I'm glad that it happened. I think all of those things have been really helpful, at least for me, in thinking about my, my overall wellness and, and this concept like of working toward whatever goals or whatever it is that's coming next. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you got to do something that you reasonably can do in a reasonable amount of time, right? Yeah, and if you crush it, then push, then figure out what the next thing's going to be. Then you can then you can set Break the new up. bar exactly. Reset the bar. Break it up. One eight seven seven MPB ring is that number. One eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also email us at remedy at mpbonline.org. The R in smart is relevant. And we talked about this a bit, kind of being mission-driven, right? So having the larger goal of being healthier or even like losing weight and then breaking it down into to things. So it has to be about something that you feel a certain kind of way about, right? It has to mean something to you. So there are people who smoke or who know that maybe their diet isn't great, etc. but that's just not a priority for you at that time. And maybe your spouse is telling you to do it, etc. You are less inclined to be successful with that goal if it doesn't resonate with you inside. So maybe move on to something else. Think about something else. Yeah, I'm like climbing under the table right now when you said that because I had this moment where I was thinking about um, there's this, my husband and I have this ongoing joke with each other like so so when we give each other quote constructive criticism Mm -hmm. one of us will look up and say yeah you know that's not what i'm it's like you know what you are perfect you are totally right and i really need to work on that that's just not on my top three list for this year um and it's just like this ongoing joke that we have but it's kind of that whole thing like there are plenty of things that we could do but if you're talking about setting a goal that you are going to be able to stick with it kind of needs to have meaning. Um, it needs to be something that really genuinely matters. It has to matter to you to follow through. Well, we are going to take our next break of the hour. We do have callers on the line. You guys hang on. That number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We're talking about setting goals for the new year. This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. We are talking today about goal setting for the new year. What kind of goals are you setting? How are you going to follow through with them to actually make an impact on your life? We want to help you every step of the way. We want to hear all about your plans. We'll go straight to the phone lines and talk to our friend Mikey, who's calling from Mobile. Hey, Mikey. Happy New Year. Mikey, Happy New Year. Happy 22. Where you been, buddy? (laughs) Oh, Mikey, you there? Well, this is the first time I've ever heard Mikey not be there. Holy smokes. Well, that's okay. Call us back, Mikey. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also email us at remedy at mpbonline.org. I'm sure we'll hear from Mikey very soon. I got so excited. Our first caller I know, of the first new, caller year, of the new year. And also one of our mobile folks. So we were really excited to hear. I know you like your Alabama people. I do. Owens, I do. I do. Owens, we only got one more letter in SMART. So we did S, well, which is specific. M, measurable. Really R, attainable. Well, relevant. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about relevant. relevant. So it has to make a difference. It has to matter to you. And T is time-based. We tend to accomplish things uh, more frequently when we set a time limit on them. So if you give yourself a window, if you're going to do something in the next month or in the next week, or even if you have a, something that's recurring every week, um, it makes it again. It kind of plays on the specific, but setting a limit or a deadline uh, really helps. Just like with New Year, we were talking about having a date that's coming up that says, "On this day, this is when I'm making that change," etc. Saying that you're going to do a certain thing within a, a certain amount of time also helps. Yeah, and I like the whole like, when we were talking about the whole concept of um, just going back to R because I know you're going. You're at we're at T, but just thinking about the realistic thing. I mean, I like the whole Rome wasn't built in a day. And so, you know, whether you think about whether it's weight loss or and, and this kind of goes with time specific, like I think that's why being time specific comes after being realistic, because if you think about it, um, it seems to me, I don't know that there's actually scientific data to support this, but it seems to me that it is a lot easier to gain weight or to become deconditioned than it is for you to go in the other direction, right? So, so it happens g- passively. I think right. it's just because it's easy, right? And it seems to be a little bit more fun, like the gaining weight part. Like it's associated with a lot of things that like really kind of make me feel good. But then again, the losing weight part, kind of you get endorphins yes, and that makes exercise you feel good. Is fun. So yeah, so I mean, but I'm just saying, like sitting down and eating a whole bunch of birthday cake also like gives my heart a lot of joy. Um, so as I'm thinking about this, though, I you know there you have to also again being realistic and extending yourself a little bit of grace, you also have to realize that if you are in a situation where you feel like you need to lose a little weight or you need to work on toning and building muscle mass, those things aren't things that happen instantaneously. And that that it takes consistency and it takes work and it's the consistency and dedication and work over time that produces the greatest results. And so even though when we've decided that there's something about us that we want to change, we want to change yesterday, we also need to um, realize that um, we also need to realize that, you know, while we might want it to have happened yesterday, 
it's going to probably take a lot of time to do it. And, you know, I have um, a couple of friends who were talking about weight loss and they'd struggle with their weight for a long period of time. And I said, well, you know, if this isn't something that you didn't just wake up overnight and find yourself here, then you should not set on yourself the expectation that you're going to wake up tomorrow and be something different. And so don't let that be a source of discouragement. Well, yeah. And you can't say, I'm going to lose, uh, you know, 20 pounds this year and then every month you put it off. So you say every month or every week or two weeks, I'm going to lose a pound or something like that. Yeah. Do these do these actions that hopefully will lead to that behavior. Yeah. Okay, we've got Mikey back who's calling us from Mobile. Hey, Mikey. Happy New Year. Hey. Happy hey, New there Year. you are. <laughs> uh, yes, thank goodness I'm able to connect with you. Um, I, I enjoy you all. Uh, thank you. Thank you for what you do. Um, uh, and I've just discovered something. Um, uh, look, I've been the um, uh, up and I've been the down as far as weight. I, and, you know, I, I finally got to the I don't give a what, you know. Um, uh, I weigh what I weigh. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be able to move. I want to be able to do the things that I want to do. And that's that's basically it. No, I, I mean, it doesn't that's matter. Enough. That is totally I mean, enough. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter what age or what, you know, body type you have. That's, you know, you got to decide. But I have just discovered something amazing for me. Now, this won't work for everybody. But this, you know, this is, I, I know, the potato thing. I love potatoes. And since, you know, our four foremothers did not have the advantage or if they did unless they lived in a really cold climate where they could you know put potatoes in the oven overnight um but we got microwaves now so i can wake up and stick a microwave in the in the i mean i stick a stick a microwave in the potato right yeah there you go uh <laughs> stick a potato in the microwave and take some of the leftover casserole from the holidays you know, that was over rich for me to eat in the first place. You know, it's like, and I loved it. I but I only ate, you know, a little bit of it at a time. And, and I mean, and you can adapt this to other things. You know, that you can get even out of freezer counters, um, uh, and use that instead of butter on that microwave potato. And that makes a fantastic breakfast where you need the calories, where you need the energy energy as you can tell yeah i got it um uh and it also dawned on me that um uh i had given a young man uh in a dollar store <laughs> um uh when we were speaking one day and he was talking about taking his gal his his girlfriend to the um uh the football game at night and and i'd got i don't know where i got this tip uh maybe probably from a previous mother-in-law um but she said, take potatoes, microwave them, wrap them in foil, and put them in your pockets, and they're hand warmers. And it dawned on me that that might be, uh, instead of seeing all of these, you know, uh, pieces of trash that I have to pick up every day that are um, uh, discarded potato chip bags, it would be more economical and more um, uh, healthy and more hand warming. For the kids that are coming through this time of year 
to have something like that to stick in the pockets of their hoodies, okay? Well, thank you, Mikey, for all these great New Year's tips. I mean, we're Mikey, hanging on you to need this. your own do-it-yourself. You That's need right. your own do-it-yourself YouTube channel, and honey. The potato farmers of America are thanking you. They are so ha- That is, What are you doing with your Idaho? That's well, what I want to know. Thanks for bringing in the New Year with our first call, and it was a great one. Staying on the phone line, we're moving on to Wyatt, who's calling us from Hazelhurst. Hey, Wyatt. Hey, good morning. How are you all? Good morning. We're doing doing great. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I just had a a question when um, I think uh, we think about uh, conceptualizing, setting uh, goals um, for um, matters such as exercise or improved diet or uh, reducing unhealthy food options in the context of the pandemic. I think it's easy for it to seem like one of the things that uh, or additional things that we have to sacrifice or, or give up uh, to be healthy, uh, give up, you know, gatherings, give up, you know, going to the to the store easily, give up, um, you know, family reunions. Um, now I'm having to give up, you know, uh, Ben and Jerry's, gosh a bit. Uh, and so um, I was I was wondering what advice you have in terms of in trying to um, think about these goals n- not as giving something up but as gaining health for improved quality of life what are some of the ways that you'd recommend tracking that other than like a number on the scale or a cbc or um you know lab values that we're going to get you know infrequently so that we can say like oh you know this what i did this week or what i did over the past two days made a difference for, for me to live a better life yeah i mean there are certain things like what are you trying to do like are you trying to get better sleep you know they say oh this many nights a week i felt like i had better sleep or just feeling subjectively better as far as measuring outcomes yeah so i so i think that you hit on something that's really important um and that is this concept of um the the narrative right like owning your narrative. You can look at the glass as either half full or half empty and and ha- kind of having that more optimistic view because you are right. Like as even with the snicker bar concept or the sodas, it's if you're talking about cutting back, it's almost about losing or giving up something that you either have regularly incorporated into your life, even if you've decided that it's not the healthiest option, um, but it's about giving up and it's about the negative as opposed to looking at it positively. And I think this kind of ties into a little bit about what Mikey said in the very beginning of her call, which is this concept of not being focused so much on, um, on a number, but focusing on a feeling and that that didn't come just from me like Mikey said it but I also heard a um, there's a, a fitness instructor who was asked after losing a tremendous amount of weight um, who was asked you know how did you do that how were you able to accomplish this because you weighed this much and now you are so fit how did that happen and she said This happened, my transformation moment was when I decided that I was not going to obsess about a number, but that I was going to focus on a feeling. And I was going to do these things because I wanted to feel a certain way. And so whether it is 
working to be more meticulous with your diabetes, whether it's incorporating exercise, whether it is being reading more, books, something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, like if it makes you feel good, and I'm glad you said that, Allie, because I was a a, a huge reader. And over this pandemic time, I've realized that there were things that I had cut out of my life pre-pandemic because we were, quote, so busy. And I cut out the things that that really were the things that made my heart sing. And so when I thought about um, deal, when I'm hit with this pandemic and we're working really hard and we're really stressed and all of a sudden I find myself like not as happy as I usually am. Well, part of that is that, yeah, I'm in a stressful moment, but the other piece is that that stress was compounded by the fact that the things that I did that were stress relievers to me that really kind of fueled and nurtured my soul were the first things that I was willing to give away or cut out so that I could address these other needs. And so the concept of prioritizing is really important. But at some point, you have to you have to stick some stuff in there for yourself. You have to prioritize some things for you. And I think focusing on the feeling, um, focusing on those things like and my, my best friend says this all the time, you know, when it's time for me to go work out, I always hate that. I like I, the hardest time is the time between when I put on my clothes and when I get to where I'm getting ready to get started. I She's don't like, say but once that. I get started. No, I don't say that. <laughs> but when Best I get friend. started, oh my gosh, one of. Oh, so okay. anyway, so when I get to this point, but she's like, but afterwards, I always feel better. I always feel better. Yeah, the hardest so part like, is getting there, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. focusing on that feeling, and I think um, that was a really good point, though, Wyatt. We will become, because in the, in the specifics, you don't want to get bogged down so much in those specifics that you end up taking or losing, relinquishing the joy that you're supposed like, what's it all for, right? And the whole point is for things to be better. And if you find that obsessing over those things are driving you into a more negative mindset, or if they're not really giving you a better sense of emotional wellness, if they're not making you feel better about yourself, then you kind of need to go back and and reevaluate. But thank you for bringing that point out. Yeah, thanks, Wyatt. And we're going to go ahead and take our last break of the hour. So we have one more segment for you guys to call into. I charge everyone in the listening audience to think of something that they've eliminated from their life over the years that was something something that brought them joy. Well, I mean, just talking about Wyatt, like if you have a resolution to bring back something that used to give you joy that you've lost touch with, that might be a great resolution. So I challenge everyone to think about is it doodling? Is it reading a book? Is it listening to music, et cetera? Every, everybody, just have, have a think on that and uh, make that your resolution, maybe. Call us at one eight seven seven mpb ring This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio, the show all about addressing issues of health and wellness from From a a woman's woman's perspective. perspective. And sometimes that perspective 
is all about potatoes. So we are learning a lot on our show today, and we are having a positive, hopefully an uplifting show talking about pe- to people about um, how to be happier and healthier in this coming year and different goals you can set for yourself and reconnecting with things that perhaps you'd lost sight of due to the busyness of your life yeah. and things like that, but making time time for yourself, perhaps, that, perhaps that's a a good New Year's resolution and to think about specific ways that you can do that. You deserve it. And going back to thinking about what um, Wyatt said, you know, it's not like, it's not something, it's not that you have to, it's that you get to. And I think when you think about it that way, whatever it is, because some of the stuff takes hard work. We're talking about discipline and all of those things. Um, and yeah, it's not that you have to, but it's that you get to. And there is such a, a, a blessing and a reward just in the fact that you get to. I think um, a lot of that is like us doing this show, frankly. You know, this is something that brings me a lot of joy. We don't have to do this. Sometimes we're busy and we might want to cut it out that day mm-hmm. because it would make the day easier. But then I think when you, we do it and we get to be together and we get to talk to these wonderful folks uh, that call us from the area, then it kind of makes everything worth it. And it's something we can do for ourselves. Yeah, just to get a little, Just to get a little emotional about the show first. No, Happy New just- Year, Michelle. Happy New Year, Allie. <laughs> but I, I do. I think that's um, it's really important. Um, we've been through so much, not just you and me, but just I mean, we collectively the this the community, mm-hmm. this community, like our our listening audience, um, this our state, our country. We've been through so much in the past couple of years, um, and I think everybody is really hungry for something positive and yes and, please yeah and, some unity some and we need the bright spots right we're yeah. looking for we're looking for things you know that are going to make us feel good because i can honestly say that the past few years have been really difficult for us just as a nation i think for people to just wake up every day and and feel good about what's going on around them there have been so many different things that have happened um on the news in the world um, that really, I think, may have made many people question um, what the future is like, and, and especially for for us having little people um, as the parents of of small children. Um, I think, wow, there's nothing that makes you more concerned about the future. Um, I think than having kids. Um, and my mom would say, or having grandkids. But um, it's it's true like it really makes you wonder are concerned about what is coming down the road and you know all of the things that we've experienced in our lives and careers as physicians the the resilience the compassion um the humanism um and this just unrelenting belief that you know, no matter how bad it gets, that tomorrow there's an opportunity for it to be better. Oh, there's um, so much we can do as people yeah, to make a change. There I mean, is. just the littlest things. And, and so I would also say that while people are making resolutions or if you're considering things that you can do for your own self and for your own health and happiness and wellness, please, please, please don't forget what you still have the opportunity to do um, to help others. Um, and so all of the resolutions and changes that you make, 
don't necessarily have to be focused on yourself. They can also be focused on other people and how you might be able to use what gifts you have, um, what resources you have, um, what connections and opportunities that you might be able to provide or, or leverage in order to make things better for people around you. And it doesn't even have to be people that you know. It could be people that you yeah, don't know. You can make a resolution to volunteer more yeah. or get involved in your church or spend more time with your children, all kinds of things. Yeah, and so I just I think that that's something that oftentimes gets pushed aside. And, and like I said, I, I'm not trying to kind of contradict myself, it's very important for us to carve those things out for ourselves that are necessary because you've got to have fuel in your tank um, in order to show up consistently for those people around you and for the people that you love and, and, and care about. But the other part is that um, I think each of us is given a light, not just so that we can be amazed by the, the way that we shine, but so that we have an opportunity to really shine and, and, and illuminate others. Um, and so don't forget that as you are thinking about um, changes and opportunities for positive change um, in this upcoming year. Everything doesn't have to happen to you or around you. You can actually be a part of that. I think we're about to have a group hug up in this studio. I don't know. Thank <laughs> I don't you, know. Michelle, I don't for know those if, nice I don't words. know if the group, group hug is uh, COVID compliant, um, so we might have to... Virtual hug from Virtual back hug. here with our with our I hands. have a great New Year's resolution for all of the listeners out there. Listen to more MPB Think Radio. I I love it. And bring a friend. Yeah. And bring a friend. Especially on Fridays from 11 to 12. <laughs> Anytime. How about that, Felder? How about that? Ooh, she, she did a call out right there, I think. Oh, my goodness. Set it's it to love. number it's one. Love. It's all Send love. It to, <laughs> set it to number one on your favorites in your car. Indeed. And for those of you, I know you guys love to hear us during drive time, making that wonderful appeal. But if you um, so in addition to tuning your radios or downloading uh, the MPB app and listening to us on your smartphone, you can take us on the go and listen to us, even if you happen not to be lucky enough to be in your car around a radio between 11 and 12. Um, but you also could choose to share a little of your resources and donate to MPB because all of this programming um, is it's a publicly funded thing. And so we rely on support from folks like you, not just during drive time, but all throughout the year. Um, and it's a great way to jumpstart your tax write-offs. So um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you want to start off in the very beginning, you can make a donation. All are appreciated. None of it goes to Dr. Brown or myself, but it does what? go to... But it does go to help make sure that, that we're able to continue to do things like this for you guys. Hey, and guys, log on to any of your favorite podcast apps and download and follow uh, our this show as a podcast and share it with your friends. And I hear the music, Owens. That means it's time for us to go. Sometimes, you know, at night when I'm going to bed, I hear this music. Not really. It's like, is that right as you're going off to sleep? Yeah, it's like my outro to the day. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for being with us today and humoring us. And we hope that you got something very positive and hopefully we're inspired um, to uh, attempt and follow through with making some positive steps for 2022. Two is my lucky number, so I feel like this year is, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. NPR's Here and Now is up next.